Welcome to the Kwekua Hinijin Audio Library. Kwekua Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. Let us pray quickly. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here today. Thank you for all that you've done for us, all that you're doing, all that you're continuing to do for us. We believe that it is not by might, not by power, nor by power, but it is by our spirits. It is by your spirits that we are able to do all these things far above principalities, far above every working and every evil power. Therefore, we thank you for this opportunity, Father Lord. Dear Lord, we ask for your grace and your mercies in everything we do and everything we say in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God who dwelleth on high. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated wherever you are today. I want to specially thank you once again for joining our media praise and thanksgiving service. It's a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord once again. And I'm always excited to share a moment of God's glory with God's people who understand what God is really about. Hallelujah. So I am very excited to be sharing this moment with you. It's always a blessing or it's always a blessed time to have you. Hallelujah. All right. Be seated in his glorious presence, dear one. Be seated in his glorious presence. Now, today I'm going to be speaking with you concerning praise and a few other things that I think we should be conscious of due to our presence in this service today. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, kindly listen to me for this short time before you do any other thing because it's going to be a very wonderful time and always a time of preaching. Note this down. A time of preaching is a time of revelation. So every time that we come on here to minister the word of God in its pure, true, and simple form, it is a time of revelation of a different phase or a different aspect of the word of God. Hallelujah. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity once again to be sharing the word of God with you wherever you are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And um, today I'm going to be talking with you or sharing with you about praise. Praise. The first word that oversees our events. Praise and thanksgiving service. Praise. That is one thing that oversees our events. Let's go to the book of Psalm. The book of Psalm. Chapter 150. And I'm going to read all the way to verse number 1. Psalm 150 and the verse number 1. And we are going to read all the way down to verse 6. Sorry. So let's read right now the word of the Lord. Amen. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Say hallelujah. 
Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, we continue. It says, Praise God in a sanctuary. So you reply, Praise God in a sanctuary. Hallelujah. Now we are, let's read on. It says, Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Next verse. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpets. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. And let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it says, what over here? Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Now from these few scriptures, I want you to give me a basic view or an understanding of um, what you have or what you understand by the scriptures that we just read. If you took notice of something, with all the scriptures that we just read a few minutes ago, not uh, so much time from now, we just read about praise and you realize that with every verse is six verses in Psalm 150. So we just read the whole chapter. And that is the only thing there. That is the only command. And you realize that when the verse starts, it praises the Lord. And with all the other subsidiary verses, from verse 2 to verse 6, uh, sorry, from verse 2 to verse 5, it gives a clear instruction. Do you want to know what that instruction is? This instruction is to praise the Lord. Praise Him. So you realize that the, um, all of the scriptures started with praise, 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 praise. That was how the scripture started. And the last one, which was verse 6, was the sort of odd one out which said, Let everything that hath, hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Yeah. So that was the odd one out. But at the end of the day, you still find the word praise in the sentence. So it still counts. Now, when we talk about praise in the, you know, dictionary, what do we speak of or what are we talking about? The word praise or the meaning of praise is simple. And it is basically a definition of Commending someone, commemorating someone, giving somebody compliments, to feel good about his or herself concerning something that, they, that they've done for you in your life. So this is the basic definition of praise. Hallelujah. So now that we understand what praise actually is, let's move on to something more, you know, 
provoking to think about at this moment in time. Hallelujah. On to something more provoking to think about. Okay, so let's move on. Now, one thing I want you to understand is that with this type of praise service, there is a lot that we have to praise the Lord for. And um, that is really what I'm coming to teach you on. What you really need to praise the Lord for is what I'm coming to teach you on. Because some, uh, like, until now, since we started singing, do not know why we are actually here, what purpose we are serving here. They are just here because there is a praise service or because there was a link or a particular link sent to them to join the service. Do you understand? So there are some people like that who actually do not join the service just because they understand it. They join because they are just meant to join or the flyer was there. So I saw it and I decided to join. Or I was scrolling and I saw it and decided to join. So some don't really know why we are actually here today. And it's a very sad thing. Here's the reason why I think, personally, or I believe it is a sad thing. There's a lot to praise the Lord for this afternoon. And we can't even do enough. Do you, you know why? Because of this uh, internet issue. We are having a lot of issues with that internet lately, especially with the packages. So most of the services that are going to be um, having in the week, maybe some of them may be cut off or they'll, they'll not happen at all. It depends on what happens or, you know, how the Lord favors us in that time or in that season. Praise God. So that is basically what, one thing that you should, you should understand over there. Okay, so let, let, let's move on. Um... Yeah, so praise is commending, complimenting someone with words of affirmation or with words of, you know, goodness. Something good to say to someone that is praising the person. Do you get it? So even compliments are a sort of praise. So with compliments, it's a sort of praise. You get it. So when you praise uh, somebody, or when you tell somebody, "Oh, your dress looks nice," or um, "Your hair is nice," or "Your hair is beautiful," uh, "Your slippers are nice," "Your outfit today is nice," all those things are praise to man. So you are just praising them for a certain action that they've done. Or a certain thing that you are seeing around or on them that you think is beautiful or wonderful to praise for or to. So that is one thing we need to understand about praise. So number one, in order to praise, and today's uh, message title is called Praise, the correct way to praise the Lord. Praise the correct way to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, number one, first and foremost uh, point. In order to praise correctly, you really need to know why you are praising. And what you are praising for. One point. 
you need to know why you are praising and what you are praising for that's the first point number one you need to know why you are praising and what you are actually praising the lord for because some up till now don't know why we are here they can see this the, uh, sorry they can see this one up here the praise and the thanksgiving service on the, the screen that is the rest they, they don't know anything again they don't know why we are here they don't know um, I mean, they are just there. They were just send the link, join, that's it. But they don't really get the value of praise. And I don't blame them because some are not actually in the ministry or was not in the ministry from the beginning. Two, some are also not, some were also in the beginning of the ministry but never listened to why we usually praise the Lord so much. Number three, it may also be because some have been in the ministry but they never listen to messages. They only like posts for encouragement. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that is basically one thing we need to understand. If, if you are going to be praising somebody or if you want to praise someone, you need to know or we need to understand why you are praising the person. So you don't just say your hair is nice. What influenced you to say that the hair is nice? The appearance of it. So what the person has done has an effect on you. That forces you to praise the person. Now when we bring this in terms of God, what do we do? Or what does it actually imply or mean? When God does something for us in life, one, one thing we know what, how to do is to praise Him. But the, the whole point of the matter is that do we praise Him correctly? Do we praise Him as the best or these things have said? That is how to praise the Lord. You dance, you sing praises, you sing songs of glory, exaltation. That is how you praise the Lord. So, first of all, someone may ask, why are you always going to praise service at Love Arena Church? And your response should be that, so, so, and so reason is why we are praising the Lord. Because, at times, there are moments where you just need to praise the Lord in order to get a result. I hope you know that. And, there are also moments in time where God has done something that He doesn't even need to tell you that praise Him for what He has done for you. You yourself will automatically know that with what He has done for you in your life today or in a period or, or of time, you need to praise Him. So you need to know why you are praising the Lord. And I'm going to tell you why you are praising the Lord today. We are praising the Lord to thank Him for all that He has done for us in this journey to the BEC, the finishing point of it, and to the point where we can come home and rejoice and spend time with our family like we used to. Because, listen, when this BEC came, we all had to deprive ourselves of certain things. There were certain sacrifices that we had to make. And I even made a huge one. The thing that I do not mess with the most, ministry. I had to put that thing or this type of great, um, you know, action or this great movement on hold. Just imagine that. 
you can't do this anyway. And I know it cannot be accepted anyway. And some wouldn't understand me for why I did it. But all these things are sacrifices. And I would go on to say there are sacrifices of praise unto the Lord. Because when you sacrifice your whole time for the BECE, what really happened around or during that time was that what really happened during or around that time was that with all of the things that you do, you just put them on hold. You just sacrifice everything. And you didn't understand why you were sacrificing, you know, those things. You just sacrificed because they told you that there's a paper coming. So you had to sacrifice to, you know, pass the paper. But they didn't really tell you why you are sacrificing. And you didn't really understand why you are sacrificing. They just said, sacrifice, that's all. So you just had to think it through and then do it as they said. But here is why you sacrificed. And here is why we all sacrifice as who we are. Some of us put our ministries on hold. Pastor Max and I, most of the people, we put our ministry on, on hold. Most of us, that we are teens, church members or pastors, that or we are young ministers of the gospel. We put our ministry on hold. But we are still praying. Despite the fact that it was on hold. Just because ministry is on hold, that doesn't mean prayer is on hold. That's why we kept doing prayer and fasting every time. We never missed a single day sharing the word to you that we received through prayer and fasting. Because it was to direct you. We had no other means of speaking to you directly. Because it was prohibited. It was like define our word or define our promise that we said we will come back later on in the month of August. So that was why we did not even stream any of the prayer and fasting sessions. Now three days, what is it? It's nothing. Three day prayer and fasting is one that I enjoy most because we don't even spend uh, much on internet. We don't even spend much on internet. One hour each every day is three hours. If you have morning and evening session, then meaning two hours each day. So in total, you have six hours of prayer. That's all. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So we all sacrifice. We I sacrifice to sacrifice. And I want to tell you one thing or why you sacrifice. And it is because it was supposed to bring glory to the Lord. And glory to God. This is why you are praising. That's why I said it was a sacrifice of praise. Let me make you understand or let me go deeper for you to understand what I mean by a sacrifice of praise. So when you sacrificed, you did not understand why you, were, why you were depriving yourself of, you know, your life that you live. Because your life is yours. Your life is yours. Thanks to Jesus Christ, your life is for you. So you have the ability or the right to do anything with your life. As Jesus Christ has commanded, to live by the will of the Lord. So your life is yours. And you live by Christ Jesus. It's not for him, but it's yours. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? In that, in that context, now some people didn't say I'm contradicting because we owe everything to him. Yes, we owe our life and everything to him. But I'm speaking personally to you as an individual. Do you not own your life? Do you not own your body? That's the life that I'm talking about. So you own your life. But there's a, I told you that there, to everything, there's a physical, spiritual, and mental part of it. 
So you should know the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the physical life. You own your physical life. The spiritual life, God owns. So that is it. Let not let there not be any contradiction or let there not be any confusion over there. Oh no. Hope you are hearing me. So let's move on. Now, the reason I was continuing on the part why we actually sacrifice for just um, a single piece of paper. Let me see if I can find one here. Yeah, so something like this book. Um, you know, a single piece of paper. Can you see it? Let me move back. A single piece of paper like this. Or, you know, just a few booklets of paper like this. So, you ask yourself that we are living things. So, why did we have, we are the ones meant to be sacrificing, you know, um, not living things, or at times living things, that is food, animals. But, or we are the man, ones meant to be superior to, um, you know, living things. So, why is it that we um, are now sacrificing to it and it is not sacrificing to us or working to our advantage? This is why. So, when you sacrifice, I want you to understand one thing and it is very, very simple. It's like I've been beating around the bush for a while now, but I want you to understand one thing. It's all for a good purpose. When you put everything down, when you put your life aside and everything down, God knew that you'd be sad. God knew that you'd question yourself. God knew that you'd be deprived. God knew that you'd be depressed. He knew all of those things. Or you think he didn't know? He knew it. And some will say, if he knew, then why did he sit there for it to happen? Because now you have it back. Because now you have it back. There is no contending against it. Now you have that your life that you wanted or that you were living right back. You don't know. I mean, there's nothing to worry about again. Do you understand? So when you sacrifice everything, of course, some of the people or, you know, the people who encourage us or the people who encouraged us when we were writing or going to write this paper was that afterwards you can do anything you want, your life is back and everything is back. It was a prophecy, but we didn't really understand why they were saying that. So I'm explaining to you that when you put your sacrifices down, God knew that you'd be deprived and you are setting yourself or going out of your comfort zone. Aha! So you are going out of your comfort zone into a certain place. I hope you are listening. You are going out of your comfort zone into a certain place for a season and a period of time to do what needs to be done, which is of his will. Do you get it? Yeah. Which is of his will. Praise God. So, when you did that, you did it for His glory. For His glory. You did that so that at the end of the day, you can extend in praise. Because look, when you were done, who stopped you from having your life back? 
in, in fact, listen, immediately you wrote the last paper on Friday. That was it. You had your life back. You, you didn't even think twice. You had your life back because that was the promise. All the sacrifices that you made, you were now reaping good harvests. It is the same way we make sacrifices in life. That we are meant to reap good harvests. But you see, with certain sacrifices come certain procedures that one must take in order to be able to access the legible results. I hope you understand what I'm where or what I'm saying or where I'm coming from for, from for this time. Yeah. So there is one thing that we all need to understand as Christians of who we are today. The praise is a very important thing. So we sacrificed. Good. Very good thing to do. So now we have our life back. And this was why God made you sacrifice. Or this is why he watched all those things happen to you. And it's very, very simple. You want to know why. When you sacrifice, you knew that at the end of the day, you will come back to your, uh, your regular life again. And even live a life of higher glory. So he made you to go through that. Or to go through that time or that season. Praise God. Just for a short period of time. Because he knew that you were going to return back again to the way you were. So he didn't need to worry about recalibrating anything. He would just be adding some touches to your life. And those are the promises people will make you uh, if they say you write the paper. You see, when you are going to write examination or something, there are people who always say, if you write it and you pass, I'll give to you this, I'll give to you that. There are people like that. So all those things, is God's seasoning in our lives. He is just seasoning and adding touches to our lives. So most of you here, I know, you have a lot of promises banging at your door, gifts left, right, and center, because you just finished one paper. So you realize that the sacrifice that you made, the, the life that you put behind you, or you put down, everything that you laid down for that season and that period of time, to go out of your comfort zone for that uh, time or this that time being has finally availed or it has come to be or the harvest has, you know, it's time to harvest. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you re you've sown and you've reaped. Because you've sown in your life, your time, your family, your money. You, uh, you've sown in everything and you covered it up. You stepped out of your comfort zone. You learned. You learned and you ignored every other thing. But you did not ignore God. You kept God strong. That's what the Bible says. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You were held strong. So despite the fact that you were hurting, the Lord was your refuge. Despite the fact that you were hurting, the Lord was your refuge. So you didn't have any problem or you didn't know, worry about anything. In fact, you are not even meant to worry about anything. And do you know why? You are not meant to worry about anything because of this one simple reason. And I hope you are listening to that reason. I hope you are listening to this reason. Yeah. Because you really need to listen to it. 
Praise God. So, I'm going to continue talking. Something just came in my spirit now, but I will tell you about that later. But, um, yeah, as I was saying, God knew. So that is why he used or he empowered you with his strength to go on. Because he knew you'd be weak. He knew that after all this learning, after all this perseverance, several months before time, we'd be weak at a certain point. So you'd be your strength. And that is why he was your strength. And he kept encouraging you. And that is why the Lord sent me in that time, in the month of June. Because honestly, I was not going to come back from anywhere. I seriously was not going to come back in the month of June. I was going to wait till July entering August. That was 31st July to 7th to 6th August of the prayer and fasting. But the Lord asked me to come and encourage and show you that, look, the Lord is indeed a gracious and a kind Lord. Praise God. So all these things worked together for our good in a way. Do you understand what I'm saying? All these things that we experienced, all the holes that we put, all the sacrifices that we've made, all the seeds that we've sown, we finally reaped it. Because not only are we returning back, some people's life are very fun. It's like every day is a holiday for them. So you just imagine putting such a life behind you and just going to learn to just write a piece or write on a piece of paper. But imagine doing exactly that, following the will of the Lord and putting in your efforts and coming back to your exciting life with more to it, with more seasoning and just more things, gracious and greater things. That is your life today. That is your life today in Jesus' name. So although you have returned back to your life, despite the fact that you've returned back to your life, now you have greater things because I believe that Although you've returned back to your life, which is good news, I mean, your life is, you know, fun. At, at times, people do wonderful things. I enjoy doing ministry. I enjoy coming here, staying here for hours, preaching and teaching. I enjoy doing that so much. So when it happened so that I, I had to put my ministry, I didn't understand. So that was one reason why I sought the Lord. And He answered me. And I was, I believe, and that time, funny enough, I did not have a phone. So even communication to the church was a problem. So after the address to the church, I started to wonder that, is this where I've gotten to now? So far, nothing has been good since last year. Because last year, I remember telling you that we had a huge media problem somewhere right now in the middle of the year so it was like in the month of august we could not do anything we were just stagnant at one place but you see we've beaten it hallelujah we have beaten it and during that time the only thing i had was a small phone you may, how many of you know what is called a feature phone that is what most of you call yam that was that is what I had to make only calls, but so I made calls to the leaders to pass across information that I needed passed across to you. 
I did everything to communicate during that time. So there were times that I'd really wondered that, ah, is this really my life? Like, is this where I've gotten to all in the name of ministry? Like, had I been living my life normally as who I was, not doing anything and not doing the ministry of God, I would not have all these problems and I surely would not be in this situation. So that evening, as I was thinking about that, pondering and just, you know, sitting around wondering that when is it going to be better? I turned on my radio. That was all I had. During that time, believe me, you, I listened to radio a lot. I listened to radio a lot. And one radio station I'd like to listen to is Sweet Melodies. So every morning, I'd listen to the Word of God at 6 a.m. And then um, in the evening at 11 p.m. or 10 p.m., they would start reading some of Bishop Dad's books, except of his books, before they will start um, a session or they will start a set of messages from 12 to 2, camp messages that encourage. So one night I was there, the same thing. And then I was listening to the radio. And as Bishop Dad was preaching, I was inspired. For, for some reason, my mood changed. And I decided to just listen. So as I was lying there, trying not to submit myself to the devil, I was listening. And he said, times like these come. And one only he sang only one song that and when times that are hard come and you do not know what to do, you sing the song. That was Count It All Joy. And that is where we got our conference, Count It All Joy conference. Yeah. I'm gonna be sharing with you what I'm sharing with you here, I'm just brushing the surface of, of what I did. Because during that time when I had absolutely nothing. I was brought back to God. It was for me to draw closer to God, to realize that God is a faithful God that He can never leave me. Because I always declare that I know my God. But when it got to a certain point, I realized that, hey, is this where it has got into now? Is this the God I know? And He proved to me. That night, only God knows what made me stay up so long. Because I was finding difficulty to sleep. Usually, I think so much and I just fall asleep. But that night, I was finding difficulty to sleep. So at night, now roll here, roll here. Think about this, think about that. And then I was listening to the message. So as I was listening to the message, I was listening to what uh, Bishop Dan was preaching about. I was inspired. And I knew that this message was the message for me. Yeah. And... I listened once again. After that message, I'll sing to you the song very soon. But after that message, he told us to also sing um, or to, you know, recite Psalm 27. Yeah, Psalm 27. That is, the beginning verse is, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who, whom shall I fear? Yeah. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an enemy should encamp against me, though war should rise against me, they will stumble and fall. I, listen, 
But I will tell you that during that time when I had usually um, nothing, or you know, I had nothing on me. At times, I didn't even go to town without having um, a phone or anything. It was that bad. Oh yeah, my life got to that point, and it took so low. So that's what that's what made me discouraged at that moment in time because it was like everything was gone. My laptop was gone. Everything. It wasn't like my parents took them away from you. They were spots. They were broken. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So when that happened, I started to wonder that why is God watching everything of mine to fall or shatter into pieces? I just didn't understand. I simply did not understand. So I was there. And um, I was thinking once again, and as the message came on, he said we should recite Psalm 48. It was, it was a beautiful song. So every day before, in fact, every day when I get to school, I make sure that I get there first. I pray, I read my rhapsody, and then afterwards I move to singing Psalm 27. I'll sing every verse to the end. And I'd enjoy doing that every day. And only God knows what power was in what I was doing. From where or whenever, June was my breakthrough. That's why I said from this June 2023, every June will be your breakthrough month. Every, something special will happen for you in every June. Yeah. And, or if we don't take care, one of the things that we are going to implement now is that we are going to have a permanent monthly. So we know that every year, when we come into the year, it is June, the month of breakthrough, June, the month of breakthrough, June, the month of breakthrough. So we can also do that. But I want to just seek the Lord for that first. Because it was amazing. Only the Lord knew the power of what I was doing. So I did it. I continued doing it and doing it. And here's the song that inspired me that night not to give up on what I was doing and to give up on ministry. I nearly gave up. The song goes like this. Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to know that you'll never Give you more than you can handle. The song simply says, Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to. And know that you will never give you more than you can handle. This was a camp I was listening to, I think it was for pastors or so. So, it, obviously, I went in that position. So, that camp was precisely for me. So I was like, God, I thank you. Because from that moment, I was, and you know, when the Lord sends you into that time of sacrifice, whereby it looks like you have nothing and nowhere to go to, you get closer to God. And the more you get closer to God, the more you become attentive to the things of God. So usually, during that time, I was very, very attentive to like, you know, 
the things or I was attentive to God's word or the will of God for my life every day because I was always listening to the word. Listen, even now I always listen to the word. Even as I'm, I've improved and I've gone, I'm back to where I am before and I'm even going forward. Praise God. I have improved, I've moved forward. But I'm saying that even as I've gone forward, I still listen to the word. There's no day I don't go without the word. If I go without the word, then meaning I have a very busy day. Praise the Lord. But even with that, if I don't go with anything, cry, I go with my rhapsody of realities. That's why I tell you that keep the rhapsody always with you. It's a messenger angel. Praise God. That gives us the word of God in this pure, true, and simple form. By one of the greatest one of God, Reverend Dr. Chris Listen, I don't have a mentor. I have mentors or mentors. I don't have a mentor. I have mentors. I don't know how advisable that is. But for me, it is very advisable. That is how I learn. Seeing every aspect of everything to know what to do, what not to do, what to implement, what not to implement, what to learn and what not to learn. With all these people being my mentors, I mean, you can imagine the type of dynamic person that I am. When you meet me and you are talking to me about things of God, I can take you into a whole different place or a whole different atmosphere or send you to another dimension of revelation concerning what you are talking about. That's how I am. So there was no day I didn't listen to the word of God. Whenever I had the chance to listen to the word of God, I did. I listened to it. This is something real that I'm telling you. This is something real that I'm telling you. I did it every day. So I sang Psalm 27. I kept singing that song. And I kept planning. So as listen. I was very, I told you that I was very attentive to the things of the word of God. Now here's what happened. You see, because I didn't have anything, and my focus was on nothing but my books and God, there was one thing that I always did, and that was to listen to my surrounding and be attentive for the will of God. So, I assumed that whatever happened in that moment in time, because I received the word, count it all joy, I assumed that whatever happened during that time, was the will of the Lord. That is how I assumed. I assumed that time that what happened was the will of the Lord. So it was meant to happen because God knew it was going to happen like that. So all these times where I was feeling that God knew to happen. And so it was the will of the Lord. So that was how I lived. So when somebody says something, I'm very cautious about it. I, so when I'm even speaking to people, at times I can remain very silent. Like, I will stand there like this, remain very silent, think about what to say, or, you know, meditate on it for a while, and then give you back a response. And Paul asks, like, are you okay or something? But no, I'm actually thinking that what the person said to me just now, what is the will of God in it for my life? And me, I like fruitful conversations, conversations that don't bring anything. During when I'm like that in those times, Anything that does not bring fruit or does not bring harvest, don't tell me. It's useless to me. 
So during that time, I wanted things for food. So when I speak to people that inspire, I speak to people that enlighten and inspired or I'm given another dimension of knowledge. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm telling you this um, afternoon. So that is it. That is basically it. What else is there to lose? Amen. So that was it. The, uh, it was being attentive to his word and his will. So whatever somebody sees, I was cautious of it. Is this the will of the Lord? Is this not the will of the Lord? So that I'll think about it. And then all of a sudden, the Lord will just direct me to his way. So he would, he, would, he would just direct me to his mentor. The only mentor I had during that time was Bishop Dan. So I just go and listen to his way. And you know, funny enough, what happened five seconds ago during that time, I'd go and listen to Bishop Dan on the radio. And it is exactly the answer that I need. I was like, so God actually listens. So that is one thing I want to tell you today. God hears your prayers and your praises. That's point two. He hears your point, your prayers and your praises. So never stop praising God and say that, oh, but God doesn't really hear what we praise Him for or what we praise Him about. Of course, He hears it. If he doesn't hear it, he won't ask us to praise him. Or his servant, which is David, would not urge us to praise him. Because he wrote six good verses. Do you know the value of one verse? It's more than billions. In heaven, a verse in the Bible is more than billions. So for him to write six verses con containing the word of praise or moving on Time and time with praise is a wonderful thing. Tell your it's a wonderful thing. That he spent time to speak on praise like that, it's a wonderful thing. Praise God. So this was my lifestyle during that time. So June was my month of breakthrough. And to thank the Lord, I, I asked the Lord for permission again. Because when it was my breakthrough, I had it. It was right in front of me and I took it in my hand. That's my phone, by the way. So that was my breakthrough. And it may seem like, look, it's something small. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? How many of you know, uh, know the phone I use? Now, let me share with you one thing. And I'll share it with you just for the purposes so that you know why it was a breakthrough to me. And why you should value small things like what i'm saying in all my years eh, in all my years the only phone or the only type of phone that i've used is android straight for the first time ever I, i'm sure you guys know what's coming already for the first time ever in the month of june 2023 god made me an iphone user Imagine, and a common Android user, of course, Android users are, are you know, have value. Some of, they, I mean, there are types of Android, you understand what I'm saying. We have Android and then we have Android. I was using the Android. Do you, do you understand? 
there are higher Android versions and there are higher Android phones, but there are also Android phones which are, well, you know, let me not go there, okay? So, <laughs> I was using that Android. So, for the, the uh, as I was using the Android, just look at that. It just got spoiled. So, it just went down. It, it went down. The phone got spoiled. And then, I dropped from Android to what? To feature phone, to YAM. From YAM, back again, passing Android, passing Android itself. And moving to iPhone is that not amazing so it was a breakthrough for me and this was one of my first iPhones. I can't tell you the model I can't tell you the model this was one of my first iPhone and please it's nowhere near iPhone 6 I'll give you a hint it's in there in 8 going 8 it's from 8 going it's from 8 going it's I didn't say it is 8 going it's from 8 going do you understand? So, this was a breakthrough for me. Because this was my first. This, actually, my first. It's not, I won't say was. It's not past tense, present tense. Before something else happens. Because of confessions. This is my first iPhone. This is my first phone that I've used that isn't Android. So, it's a breakthrough for me that God has taken me from solo to so high listen some may think it was just an opportunity i took home, but had god's grace not prevailed listen i've been following god for so long i followed him for so long there was no day that i did not consult him in anything that i did so i did everything that i needed to do you name it i did everything that i needed to do so for him to reward me for that, some will say that I'm deserving of it. And now, be thankful enough to say, I know I'm deserving of it because I've worked for it. I've sacrificed for it. I remain faithful, loyal. Because, listen, the, all these things that I'm telling you, that happened in my life. Some are happening to people. And as it is happening to them, they are now contemplating on whether to go with Christ or go into the world and go and use any other means of getting their life back together. But that won't work. It is being, it is called making yourself gods of the world, which of course will not work because among all the gods, there is one supreme being, one supreme God that is up. Over there, overseeing everything that we do, alongside his angels. So it won't work. So why don't you turn to God today? I've shared with you two points. I told you that in order to praise correctly, huh? in order to praise correctly, one must know why he or she is praising and what for. And what encouraged the person to praise? And I told you number two, God hears your prayers and your praises. And that is what even brought me to this aspect of my life. So that I can tell you that God hears you out. So me personally, I have a lot of pray, um, to praise the Lord for. I don't know about you, what you've been in the last, um, been through in the last few months. 
But I personally have something to praise the Lord for. If there's anything on the world that I can praise the Lord for, it is this wonderful opportunity that He has given to me. This wonderful thing that He has done for me. The life that He has given to me. The air that I have to breathe. The people that I have in my life. That is what I am thankful for the most. One thing that I am thankful for the most. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. What's the time now? 4.18. Alright. Let's continue. And um, we'll be clo- I'll be rounding up shortly. Any moment from now. But I want you to understand that God hears us. So I don't think that God is not real. He is real. With all that I just told you now, I am a living testimony of it. So I know what I'm saying. And I will not have any reason to lie. Why would I lie? If it doesn't work, is it not me that you come back to and tell that it did not work? Then what do I do? Why would I lie? Ask your neighbor, why shall I lie? Yeah. Why would you lie? I really lie for anything. I'm a living testimony of what I'm saying. Of the thing that I'm sharing with you right now, I'm a living testimony. God has done it for me and I'm telling you right now. What he has done for me. So why why will I lie about it? Just reminisce over that. Why would I lie? Praise God. So this is what I have for you. I'm going to continue this at another service. It looks like I've been doing that for the past few days now. Relax. All these messages be different in there. Um, the Christian mission is there. Which one again? Um, I think I've completed all my messages, but since these upcoming services, I've just been putting messages on there. But don't worry. This message, hopefully, next week by this time, it will be continued. Maybe not at Sunday service, but at the praise night that will be happening. Praise God. So that is what will be going on. And I believe that we'll be blessed as we do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet at this moment in time, wherever you are. And begin to thank and praise the name of the Lord. Begin to bless Him for the opportunity that He has given to you today to be here at this moment in time. To praise His holy name, to worship Him, to give Him all the glory and all the praise. Manta ligre de stivu sombra la sesca la da vista. O frosto la shalagavaste de gosto rabashinte. A pandalize frele de bestunche de cabaya. Sesto kunde ligue bento kune da sinte. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here at this moment in time. Thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you to encourage. Thank you for giving me the power, the ability, the mind to encourage. Who would have thought somebody like me would be selected to do your way? I'm ever thankful and grateful, Lord. And we are thankful for all that you've done for us. In our times of sacrifice, we are ever thankful and grateful. This, we say, you are great and you are kindful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated wherever you are. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Quaker Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, 
and love arena music did you enjoy today's message do you want to hear more of the word of god simply search for quicker energy love arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms spotify anchor and google podcast you can also search for quicker energy on facebook youtube instagram and twitter god bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by quicker energy